I've never really done this before, but something interesting happened to me this Saturday. Uh, it was February 23rd, around 10.30 in the morning. Super weird, so if you're interested, just, I guess, hear me out. So, I received a phone call at 10.30 this morning, and it was weird right off the hop. There was this super polite guy. No one's that polite. They have to work a Saturday. That sucks. That's hard. Anyway, he was claiming to want to help us with identity theft protection via President's Choice, MasterCard, some other company or something or other. The number that rang through the phone was 905-766-9474. It said it was from Mississauga. And I had received a call earlier this week um, during a prep time at school. And I tried to answer it, but there was no one on the other end, so I just quickly hung up. So this phone call comes through, and uh, I'm on the phone with them for nine minutes, but I managed to record about six and a half minutes. I convinced Amanda to allow me permission to record all of our phone call, since they already are recording for their quality assurance. And then he just said, yes, this phone call is being recorded for quality assurance. And I said, yeah, no, I, I hear you. Um, and I, I said, are you okay if I record it so that I can let my wife listen so, like, we can have this informed consent, you know? We, we've thought about it. We talked about it. You know, we're a team, right, baby? Ayo. I love my wife. I'm not sure why she loves me back, though. Anyway, um, so... I finally just hit record, and I should have recorded way before that. I should have recorded me trying to get him to let me. But anyway, I got what I got. Um, and this is it, right? So I, I hope that you are interested enough to give it a listen and, I don't know, maybe have a laugh. Maybe we can catch these bastards. Okay, yes. Can you tell me again why you've called? With Credit Alert Plus, what we wanted to do is send you a copy of your credit report and score. And those are yours to keep whether or not you decide to move on with the service. So it's just allowing you the opportunity to verify that the last seven years of your credit history does indeed belong to you and that you haven't become a victim of identity theft without even knowing about it. So uh, briefly, what this service does is every three months you'll get an up-to-date credit report and score. Most importantly, though, every business day, your credit files through both credit bureaus, Equifax and TransUnion, will be monitored for changes. You'd then be notified of any activities that can be signs of identity theft. So that can be anything from a change of address to uh, even somebody applying for a loan under your name. And of course, if you do notice any inaccuracies, we have a great team of specialists that are available to assist you. And it also comes with antivirus and anti-keylogging software, and that will help you safeguard your personal computer. Plus, you can register up to 10 credit cards to be monitored online, and you'll be alerted of any potential online fraud. Now, which uh, which antivirus software company? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, which antivirus software company do you guys use? I'm so sorry. Could you repeat that? You you said that we would have an antivirus protection software, right? I just want to know which one. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, let me tell you what this does and how it helps. So you receive the package in about 14 days, and that includes your personalized Equifax credit report and score and thorough details on what's offered. And the service is free for 30 days so that you can have a look at it. Now, it helps to protect you from identity theft through daily monitoring. You also get an updated credit report and score every three months. Now, if you do notice any inaccuracies, we have a great team of specialists that are available to assist you. 
And it also comes with downloadable antivirus and anti-keylogging software that helps to safeguard your personal computer. So, you know, it really is worth having a look at the package. And we do send it free for 30 days. So if you're not interested, you can always call that toll-free number in the package to cancel within the 30 days, and you won't be billed. And at least this way you get a chance to look at it, and you do get to keep your credit report and score whether you stay with the service or not, okay? Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so after the 30-day free trial, it would only be $19.99 per month plus applicable taxes, and that's built to your PC Financial MasterCard. However, you know, if for any reason upon reviewing the details you decide that the service just isn't for you, just give us a call anytime during the free 30 days, and you won't be billed anything at all. But like I mentioned, your credit report and credit score, those we want you to keep as a thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. So to get the welcome package and your credit report and score to you, can you just confirm the correct spelling of your first and last name for me, please? You have that. Uh, no problem. We can do that. Uh, please hold on for just a second. Hello? Hi. Hi there. My name is Ben, and this is working out with Anna Adrian today. So let me tell you what we have here on file. So we have your first name as Rick, and that's R-I-C-K. And your last name is Paige, and that's P-A-G-E. Is that all correct? Yeah, good job. Yes, and also I would like to verify if you are still receiving mails at the address we have here on file. So we have your address as 793 Zator Avenue, and that's Pickering, Ontario, with a postal code of L1W1X8. Is that all correct? No, we've moved since. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. So, are you... Um, no, you cannot. No. We haven't gotten anything for about two months. Okay, so for security reasons, I cannot proceed with you, with your enrollment, or change the name or address on your account. Can't you just update, can, can't you just update my new address? Go online and update your information, so call the number on the back of your card, and that's one eight six six two four six seven two six two, and the representative there will make the appropriate changes for you. So the agent you, you reach can then add a service for you as well. So thank you for your time on behalf of PC Financial MasterCard. We really appreciate your business and have a great day. Can you just confirm for me, hi, hi, can you just confirm for me the phone number that you've called me from? Um, okay, so just wait for a moment, okay? Yeah. Hi. Unfortunately, we don't have access to your number, so you need for any of your information, so I can't tell you that. No, I, I'm asking, what is what is your phone number? How would I call you back? Okay, so just one moment, okay? Yep. Hello? Hi. Okay, so the most... No, I know that, but wh where are you located in in your country? Where are you located? Hello? Hi, locally, where are you located? Which city are you in right now? So, 
Consortium and the Customer Service uh, were mailing address is 41 King Street, Barry, Ontario. With a postal code of L4N6B5. Why is your phone ringing up as a different city then? Okay, for, first, uh, for security purposes, I can't answer you that. Okay, what is the phone number from your Barry location? That's a made-up number. That? No, that's that. That's a made-up number. Can you say it again, please? No, that's not. That. One eight eight. And that's one eight 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 seven 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 one six three. Okay. Well, good job. I Did hope. I hope you're very successful, guys. Thanks again, and have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye bye. Goodbye. Wow, what a scam! I'm calling the police. I'm going to call back the number that called me, the Mississauga number. I'm dialing 905-766-9474. The last time I did that, um, the answering machine came on, and I think it was the same guy that I spoke to the first time. Only, like, he's really putting on the deep, deep voice this time. He's really putting it on thick. So then it asks for you to type in your phone number, and I wasn't doing that. So I just mashed... I picked, uh, you know, 10 numbers, just entered them at random, and then it just hung up on me. But I realized I wasn't recording then, and I think this is turning into like a podcast question mark? Maybe. Hell, I don't know. I guess I'll start with just posting on Facebook and seeing what my friends think. If they're like still my friends after they listen to this. Anyway, I'm going to call it back right now. President's Choice Financial MasterCard. We're calling to let you know about an important optional service that's available to you. Please enter the phone number from which we contacted you. Currently, there are no agents available to handle your call. If you would like to be removed from the calling list, please press 1. Il n'y a présentement aucun agent disponible pour prendre votre appel. Interesting. What happens if I don't pick anything? This is awkward. High school prom awkward. Ooh, hung up on me. Yeah, high school prom awkward. Yeah, I'm over it. It was cool. It was fun. You guys, this this is great. I'm having such a great time with this. So I think I'm going to go to the website, see if I can screen cap that so that we can make this multimedia. And uh, we'll, we'll see how this adventure unfolds from here. So I'm waiting to talk to the police about this and I'm gonna record that phone call too mostly because this is super interesting and if I'm on to something awesome call takers are still busy at this time do not hang up your call will be answered as quickly as possible cool I'll wait no problem hello hi hi how can I help you 
Um, I just got a phone call from, uh, like, a really strange number from uh, Mississauga. Okay. And they were claiming to be PC uh, financial MasterCard people offering me fraud protection. Okay. And it didn't sound right, but I kind of let them just talk it out. And then I decided, I decided that I was going to record it just in case it was something fishy. Did and, you give them any information? Um, I I didn't give them any information that they didn't already have. Okay. They they said, uh, they were like, if you'd like to proceed, can you please confirm your name? And I said, hey, like, you have that. And then he right. was like, oh, hold on one second. I'll pull it up here. And then he handed the phone to another person who okay. started speaking and he said, I understand you were just on the phone with... And then he stumbled on the person's name. Um, and then... He said, I have your name here as Rick Page, R-I-C-K, is that correct? I said, yep. He goes, P-A-G-E, is that correct? I said, yep. And then he said, and are you still at, and then he started rhyming off my actual address. Mm-hmm. But I, I just actually said, oh, no, I'm like, I'm so sorry. We moved. I didn't update you guys. I keep forgetting to do that. Oh, okay. And I went to give them, like, a fake address. I was going to give them my dad's address. Okay. And... Then he was like, oh, like, we can't do that. We can't make changes like that. And I said, oh, no, no, it's okay. Like, I'm giving you permission kind of thing. Right. And then he just could not get off the phone fast enough. Okay, so that's definitely a scam. So we don't directly deal with those phone calls. We um, give you a number to call the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center. Okay. So because it's such a wide-based problem here, the RCMP is actually based in there and they deal with it they have a center the anti-fraud center that deals with all these issues that's fantastic so i can give you that number and then they actually take the phone number that you took down of these people and then they investigate it themselves okay yeah i oh i also tried whatever i'll i'll tell them thank you so much yeah, can no i have problem. that number you, um it's gonna be give me one quick second no problem it's gonna be 888 888-495-495 8501. 8501. Yep, so just give them a shout. They'll probably ask you a lot more questions just because they deal with it directly. Absolutely. You can obviously tell them your story, give them the number, and then they will um, investigate it for you. Thank you. And just as an aside, um, when he was giving me a phone number, he didn't give me enough digits. Like, he tried to give me an 888 number, and he said, 188, and then he said, no, 1888. Like, it is hilarious. So. Yeah, so they, they can, like, spoof their numbers to make them... So, are you in Mississauga? Do you live there? No, it just came up as Mississauga, and they claimed that they were in Barrie. No, he said, so, our headquarters is in Barrie. He wouldn't tell me where he was. Okay, so, yeah, they can spoof to any any location. So, if they're in, I don't know, somewhere where you wouldn't pick up a phone. Right. Like Vancouver. If a Vancouver number calls you, you wouldn't pick that up. Right. But maybe you would pick up a Barrie number or a Brampton number, so they... They can spoof their number to change it so it makes it more, look more, like, appealing to yeah, you. Yeah, so absolutely. Up. Makes it look valid. Exactly. So um, just give them a show, give them all the information, and they'll take it from there, okay? I will. Thank you very much for that. Have You're a good welcome. day. You too. Bye. Bye. So I'm calling the RCMP. Cool. So this is my call to the RCMP. Welcome to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre. Bienvenue au Centre Anti-Fraud Canada. 
Please note that we are receiving a high volume of calls and your patience is appreciated. For service in English, please press 1. Our office is presently closed. No. Please call us back during our regular operating hours, Monday through Friday, from 9 a.m. to 4.45 p.m. Eastern Time. No. You can also file your report online at www.antifraudcenter.ca. Thank you for calling. Hmm. I hope they do uploads. They hang up on you, too. I've been hung up on a few times here today. Okay, so I guess it's off to the website. Thanks for listening, I guess, if you still are. This is probably super boring, but I find it very interesting. And if you're entertained even a little bit, well, that's cool. You know what bugs me is them being closed for Saturday and Sunday, that just gives the scammers 48 hours to cover their tracks Delete numbers, get a new phone number. I don't know. Not not good. Could be better. So recording all the information that I was able to pull out of these two guys on this website is just not good. It's not good. Everything's very laggy. Um, it expects me to enter in all the phone numbers. And by the, I, I listed all three, that the one that I got on my call display, and then the two different numbers that were given to me by Van, I think he said his name is. But I put all the information in under Adrian because I spoke to him first. And it's such a pain in the butt. I'm actually just writing in for the information on Van. Same info as Adrian. Put Adrian in quotation marks because I'm funny like that. I'm at the uh, antifraudcenter.ca website. And I've clicked on the button that says report an incident. And I just thought I would read it to you so that you could, you know, see what I see so to speak. Report an incident. It's not always easy to spot a scam, and new ones are invented every day. If you suspect that you may be a target of fraud, or if you have already sent funds, don't be embarrassed. You're not alone. If you want to report a fraud, or if you need more information, contact the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center. Ways to report fraud. By phone, which is the number that I called. They're not open. Hours of operation... Monday to Friday, 9 until 4.45. I find that interesting. Why not 9 to 5? Are they going without a 15-minute break? Are they skipping a recess? Are they allowed to show up like 15 minutes late, like 9.15, as long as they make it up at the end of the day, like, you know, right to 5? I don't know. Anyway. Or online, CAFC, Fraud Reporting System. Fraud can now be reported to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre, CAFC, through a new easy-to-use fraud reporting system, FRS. You can log into the tool using either GC key, user ID, password, C only, I don't know what that means, sign-in partners, banking credentials. A CG key account or a sign-in partner login uses unique electronic credentials that allow you to communicate securely with the Government of Canada. This new login is a federal government mandate and all Government of Canada online services are to be delivered through the CG key or sign-in partners, providing increased levels of privacy and security for users. By offering a choice of credentials, the Government of Canada is making its online services more convenient and easier to use. Yeah, way to toot your own horn there, guys. 
Many individuals already use their online banking credentials regularly, and being able to use these same credentials to access Government of Canada services online will simply mean one less user ID and password to remember. You know what I can't wait for? Do we get like tattoos on our forearms? And they're like barcodes, and then like that's how I like pay for things and like check into places. Yeah. The future's gonna be awesome. Gattaca. Yeah. Anyway. Please note the fraud reporting system has a timeout feature that will log you out if there's no activity within 20 consecutive minutes. Prior to the timing out, the application will pop up a message asking you to res reset your session. If you timed out, you will be logged out of the application. No data will be lost, but you will not be able to log back into the application to complete your complaint. If you require additional information to be added to your complaint, please contact the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre for further assistance. What is GC Key? GC Key is a service provided by the Government of Canada that allows you to securely conduct online business with various government programs and services, including reporting fraud to the CAFC. So they really want to protect me from fraud while I'm reporting fraud. I get it. Registering for a GC Key account is simply and easy to do. Okay, there's a typo, is simple and easy to do. There you go. Never not a teacher. If you already have a GC Key account, you can proceed directly to the CAFC's fraud reporting system. What is a sign-in partner? Sign-in partners are organizations that have partnered with secure key technologies to enable their customers to use their online credentials, such as card numbers or usernames and passwords, to access Government of Canada services. Currently, there are five sign-in partners, yada, 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 yada. They're just talking about the GC key. That's all this is, is just a giant commercial for that. I'm really sorry I read it to you. I might edit this out. I might not. I'm not even sure if I know how. I'm just logging in right now using the third party. I guess I'll use my bank. Kind of like when I'm doing my taxes and stuff. So I might have done it, uh-oh. Um, when it asked me to log in with my banking information, like I don't really remember it and I would, didn't want to go get my wallet. So I just hit the pre-saved in password down at the bottom, which is probably pretty funny if you're listening too carefully here. Anyway, I trusted it and it logged someone in, but maybe it logged in my wife. I don't know. So who knows? Not me. So the website says fraud, recognize it, reject it, report it. <clears throat> the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre, CAFC, is a joint partnership between the RCMP, the Competition Bureau of Canada, and the Ontario Provincial Police. CAFC is not an investigative body, but it is Canada's central repository for fraud information. If you have been the victim of a fraud, or if you've received any direct threats as a result of a fraud, or if you are having feelings of suicide, you should report to your local police. The CAFC reviews and, and, uh, and, and analyzes, I guess it, sh it should say, and analyzes the fraud data received on a priority basis to support law enforcement investigations and fraud prevention and awareness efforts. We will not be calling you back. Whoa. If you have questions or concerns regarding a fraud, you can reach us through our toll-free number, one 495 8501 which I've already called, and you've heard it, I believe. 
The information collected by the CAFC is used to enhance the collection, analysis, and sharing of information with other law enforcement agencies and partners. Your contribution helps law enforcement to more effectively investigate criminal groups throughout Canada and abroad. It is further used for criminal intelligence purposes and to support public education and awareness about fraud. This information is being provided on a voluntary basis by you or your organization to the CAFC and its partners. Oh, this is, is this what it sounds like when I'm reading things to the students and their board? Good God, I'm so sorry. The personal information you provide may be shared with other law enforcement agencies for the following purposes, investigations, prevention and educational awareness, research and trend analysis. So if they wanna use this in any way, I, I give them permission. I also wanna just let you know, I'm not in, <clears throat> in to make this like super high production quality or anything like that. I've got dogs, they're gonna make sounds. My dog right now is like sniffing loudly and snorting because he's an English bulldog and he's trying to lick his foot, but he's very inflexible. He's actually a little bit chubby right now, but so, so am I. Anyway, if you hear, you know, like that kind of, that was just happening there. Like that's just my dog and I'm sorry, you'll have to deal with it. So they, Say, by completing this online report, I agree to follow the CAFC to share your personal information with other law enforcement agencies and regulatory bodies for the purposes identified. By completing this online report, I'm also subject to laws of Canada and particular Section 140 of the Criminal Code of Canada, public mischief. So if I'm just dicking around, I'm in some trouble here. Welcome to the fraud reporting system. Complaints been started with the reference number that I won't say. Um, supposed to record this number, yada, yada, yada. Once I've clicked on the continue button, please navigate through the application using only the previous and next buttons that appear at the bottom of each screen and not your internet browser's back and forward buttons. Okay. So there are four steps to follow when I'm filing a report. I have to contact the details. Um, I need to optionally provide contact details for the victim. I guess it's me and the filer of this complaint. If you provide an email address, you will receive an automated email receipt upon submission. Okay, cool. I'll just send them all this. Fraud type selection. Using our fraud selection tool, you'll be able to review common fraud types and select the one you were a victim of. Following this, you may enter a general details for this complaint, such as dollar amount lost, date of occurrence, and a complaint summary. Suspect information, I have to add details for up to five suspects, including information such as name, phone numbers, addresses, etc. Hey, I did my best. I tried. Um, and file upload. I can upload up to three files that are related to this complaint, which means I'm going to have to stitch all these together. But I was going to do that anyway for like a podcast, I guess. So I guess, uh, I guess I'll go through the steps. It's asking if I, the victim, would like to stay anonymous, and I'm like, no, so I'm giving them my information. I want to add, I had to look up my my work phone number because, like, that's not a thing for me. I don't know. Funny question here. Are you the victim? Yes or no? Uh, I didn't let myself become a victim, but I guess they want me to say yes. Holy shit, there are a ton of different kinds of fraud. So I guess I have to describe them for you. They're calling this one advanced fee. 
you were requested for a fee or payment in advance with the compromise or with the promise of receiving money, merchandise, or credit. Examples are a fee for the receipt of a prize or a lottery sweepstakes. Uh, I was contacted regarding a large sum of money in a foreign country, like an inheritance or something like that, to assist in someone you know wanting to move money out of a country. A fee for receipt of a grant, loan, credit card, or recover funds by a previous fraud. Or a fee to advertise or sell a timeshare or purchase of a timeshare. Huh. I didn't know that was fraud. I guess, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. And fee for employment. Um, and then they have charity donation. And you were asked to donate a gift or money to a person, charity, or organization looking for a donation. Maybe a school, a relief agency, police or fire departments, religious cause, natural disasters, war and military conflict, local charity event, or health foundations. And then there's emergency. Uh, you're asked to send money to a friend or relative who requires it really urgently. Uh, examples are arrest, fine, bail, accident, lost or stolen wallet, lost or stolen passport, hospital or medical bills, or other. Extortion. Hoping for a good definition of extortion. Okay. You've been threatened or coerced into sending money. Examples of situations related to extortion. You were asked to pay a fee or a fine to avoid jail time. You were asked to pay a fee or a fine to avoid deportation or to avoid other legal ramifications or whoa you were asked to pay a fee by a hitman whoa that's fucked um a, a fee to avoid reputational damage or so a video doesn't get posted online or your business is being targeted by a denial of service attack wow and then it gives you all of your options if you're picking extortion Health is any false, deceptive, or misleading promotion or solicitation regarding health products or services or treatments, such as product, merchandise, drugs, vitamin supplements, service, insurance, drug plan, etc., or other. Identity fraud. My personal information, accounts, credit or debit cards, or checks were used or an unauthorized charge was applied without my permission to get money, goods, or to set up an account, create a fictitious identity, or assume or take over my existing identity. Examples of situations related to identity fraud. Someone took over my account without my permission. Someone applied for a loan, credit card, debit, or gift card in my name. Someone obtained goods or services using my personal information. I was contacted by a debt collector regarding unpaid credit in my name that is not mine. I was refused credit or found out by checking my credit rating. I guess that's where it was. They were trying to check my credit rating. Or identity theft. Someone stole my personal information, but to my knowledge has not yet used the information to commit fraud. Oh, maybe this is what they were doing. Examples of situations related to identity theft. Unauthorized account access fake job application. I lost or had my payment cards, debit, credit, gift, or identification stolen. Driver's license, health card, social insurance card, passport, etc. Or access to database containing my personal information or obtained my actual documents. That's what I think happened. I think they have my address and my name. Remotely gained access to my computer to extract personal information without my permission or knowledge. Spyware or antivirus. That, that was in there a little bit. Through a survey online or a contest I entered where I was asked to fill out a form with my personal details. You know, it's definitely identity theft that I'm talking about. 
and the other ones are investments, jobs, merchandise buy and sell, phishing scams, romance, service, a wire fraud, and other. Um, and I'm going to look at them. And if you're super interested, well, I don't know where you would go because this is a logged in page. So I don't know. Maybe it's out there on the general web. Um, but I am going to save you the definitions of the rest of these because this is already fucking way longer than I expected it to be. So it's asked me, you know, select all the items that best describe their method that they use to steal my information. And I, I've chosen, I do not know how they got my information. So that's, that's what I'm putting down. But ask me if I lost any money, I said no. And then it says here, write a complaint summary. So please describe in your own words how this crime took place, yada, yada, yada. I basically wrote my script or what I had said at the very beginning of this podcast, question mark, arms up in the air emoji, shoulder shrug. Here's what I wrote. At 10.30 a.m. on Saturday, February 23rd, I received an odd phone call with a super polite man claiming to want to help us with identity theft protection via President's Choice MasterCard. The number that rang through was 905-766-9474. I was on the phone with them for nine minutes, but managed to record about six and a half minutes. I convinced the man to allow me permission to record our phone call, since they already are recording for their quality assurance. He just repeated himself again, and I asked if I could record it so that I could let my wife listen to see if we should, based on being informed, whether or not um, he agreed with it or not, but like I just I hit record. I should have been recording long before that, but what are you going to do? Hindsight, right? And I actually have the emoji with the shoulders, shoulder shrug. It's my favorite. It's the best. This recording is what I've gotten from them. They were pretty tricky, though. And then I'm going to post the recording, I hope. So I'm, I'm looking for the kind of service that they were offering to provide me. And the best I can pick is financial institution. But I'm reading through all the Fs, federal government, finance and insurance, financial institution... And really, like, there should be one here about fraud protection. Because, I'm sorry, but, like, what they're trying to do is fucking brilliant. They're trying to take advantage of me. They have just my phone number. Just, or sorry, not even my phone. Yeah, no, I guess they do. And they have my name and they have my address. So, I guess they do have quite a bit. But they're trying to get me to defraud myself in hopes of protecting myself from fraud and specifically identity theft it's it's friggin brilliant i can't tell if they are the dumbest or if they are the most brilliant but that's my dog maverick stop it hey i don't know how to edit knock it off anyway um yeah so i'm just gonna go with finance and insurance let me just start out by saying i did not think i would ever want to have a podcast nor did i ever think that I had anything to podcast about um i'm not that fucking interesting and i don't know when you listen to this thing if you choose to you'll find out why i had to make a podcast i was kind of stuck anyway I, I hope you enjoy it and if you don't well then stop listening that's cool okay thank you for listening